Hey guys, Hunter here. Wanted to ask you a quick favor. Uh, we're really trying to grow the podcast and it would really help us if you would leave us a review. So go on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast and leave us a review. It's going to help more people find out about us. So we appreciate it. Now let's get to the show. back with the Coyote Fitness Podcast. Hunter here with Caleb and Tyler, and we are going to have a little bit more of an abstract discussion today. We're going to talk about the health, fitness, wellness, sickness continuum, however you want to talk about it. And this is something that is uh, discussed uh, in depth in the CrossFit Level 1 seminar, and it's something that really resonated with me uh, when I learned it a long time ago. And it's uh, something that I think if you can really understand uh, the point that it's making, it can really help you um, to determine how important it is to um, take your health and uh, fitness serious because it literally is life-changing. So I think this is going to be a great uh, topic of discussion. Um, don't know where it's going to head, but we're just going to roll with it and have some fun with it. So One of the things that... I think sparked this conversation is we have this in our in our meeting room in our studio in our the area where we take people when we go on a tour and talk with them about their goals and the reason why we keep it at the front of our mind is because it reminds us why we're here as coaches you know oftentimes if you look around the average CrossFit gym it can sometimes be confusing to see are we here to try to get your first muscle up as the first priority or to perform really well or you know what is the reason why we're here and at the end of the day with our goal of increasing drastically increasing people's quality of life most of the people in our communities who need that fitness the most are really trying to say they need health the most and they want a a higher level of health and this continuum uh is and this graphic i think for us describes exactly what that's like and what people are trying to say when they come into us and they say they want to join the gym. What they're trying to say is they're trying to put themselves on this and this continuum and say, Hey, I'm in a certain place and I'd like to get to another place because it's going to trickle down to all these different ways that my life is going to improve. Uh, and so I think for us, it's just, it's at the front of our mind. We see it every single day. And that reminder has helped us stay grounded and remind ourselves why we're actually at the gym for the person listening if you don't know what it looks like imagine a rainbow and there's uh, a dot on the bottom left of the rainbow and it says sickness somewhere in the middle right at the very top it says wellness and on the far right there's an arrow pointing towards fitness and i've had a lot of awesome conversations with people who have in the last couple weeks who have never stepped foot in a gym before ever in their entire life a lot of them and they come in with a uh, a goal that you know when they say my doctor tells me that I need to lose x amount of weight or um, I will need to start taking a medication um, or you know maybe diabetes or certain other chronic illnesses run in their family and when they come to me and we sit down and have these conversations and they say you know my doctor tells me that Um, I need to do this in order to be, quote, healthy. Well, what I like to do is, you know, use this continuum as a way to measure where they are 
in their terms of fitness. And what's really cool is that what we know about a lot of the modalities that we measure, like body fat percent and muscle mass, we know we have the opportunity and ability to affect and control some other things like A1C, blood pressure, cholesterol. And so just imagine that a lot of times, I think for people who have been in the gym for a long time, we kind of talk about the big two things, muscle mass and body fat, but there are a lot of other factors that affect our health. But when we can focus uh, for the most part on using the workouts that we do and our nutrition combined together, what we're able to do is we're able to move towards fitness on this continuum and we can get all the way from being considered chronically sick, chronically ill. We can go to being well, then we can focus on being healthy through the means of pursuing fitness. And so this continuum, this kind of graph is one of my favorite things to to talk with people about um, because no matter who you are, no matter what your background is, how long you've been working out doing fitness or how little you belong somewhere on that measurable chart. And it's not a reflection of who you are, but it's just a great way to measure exactly where you are and how you can improve your fitness and your health through that. So I'm interested to hear um, y'all two have definitely been around uh, the scene longer than I have. And so this is something that I am really passionate about teaching others about. Uh, but I am interested to hear maybe some ways that throughout the years that and how y'all have experienced helping others get, you know, to that quote, pursuing fitness. Yeah. So I got my CrossFit level one in 2011. I started CrossFit 2010. I got my level one in 2011. And this is something that all this stuff was super new to me back then. And it was just mind blowing to me. And I learned about it at my seminar and, um, really, um, you know, it really impacted me in the way that initially it impacted me in the way I realized I needed to try to get my family involved because, you know, they're closest, you know, the closest people to me. And I really cared about them and wanted them to, uh, you know, live, live longer and live healthier and live better. And so, I immediately started talking about all this stuff with them and gradually one by one, they all started, you know, participating as well. And so that was the first, um, impact that I saw is specifically with my parents and, um, how they started, um, working out and watching what they eat and eating better and, you know, taking care of themselves better. And, in a very short amount of time, they started feeling much better, having more energy, looking younger, looking healthier and feeling better. And, you know, here we are over 10 years later and they're still, you know, thriving and able to do everything they want to be able to do, play with their grandkids, work in the yard, that type of thing. Um, still work and all, all the, all the things that are important to them because of the time that, uh, and years that they have spent inside the gym and, you know, watching what they eat, eating cleaner and that type of thing. And just, just feel better than they did, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And so, um, that was the first iteration. And then, you know, we opened coyote in 2013. And so over the years, we've seen literally thousands of people come through the doors and I have seen so many people who have had huge impact on their health, um, and their life and their, how they feel and how they look and looking younger. I always say all the time, you know, people, when they come after a uh, extended period of time, they look younger than when they started and they look younger than their peers who, um, um, are not working out the same way or not working out at all. And, um, they just have a healthy glow to them. It's something I've noticed for years is the healthy glow that people that have, and I'll see people stop coming. Then I'll see them, um, you know, they'll stop coming to Cody and I'll see them a year or two later and they don't, they look much 
less healthy than they did previously. They don't, they look like they've aged 10 years in the, in the two years that, um, they haven't been to the gym. And, um, and so it's almost like the Benjamin button effect, like people are getting older, but they're looking younger because of what they're doing. And to me, that how somebody's physical appearance on the outside is a direct correlation to what's going on inside. If that somebody looks healthy and glowing and radiant and, um, all those types of things, um, on the outside, it's a reflection of what's going on inside, um, inside their body and with their health. And, and so I just see it over and over and again, you know, and there's so many people that have, I got off this medication, I got off blood pressure medication. Uh, you know, I got off cholesterol medication. I, I feel better. You know, my, I'm, I go to see my doctor and, uh, they said my blood works better than it's been in years or as best it's ever been. And that type of thing. And all of that is a direct, uh, correlation to them getting fitter, you know, being able to, uh, do a workout faster, being able to lift more weight, being able to, um, do X, Y, Z in the gym, like they weren't able to before. And that is exactly what, what, you know, it's played out over the years since we opened coyotes and it's played out in my life. And I've seen it ever since, uh, to, I learned about it in 2011, as you get fitter, um, as your work capacity increases, as your, um, muscle mass increases, as you, your body fat decreases, your health increases and you're creating a barrier to get um barrier to sickness and we also saw this with covid you know people that were super fit uh when they got covid yeah it it put some people down you know but a lot of people were able to handle it much better than they would have if they hadn't been um putting in the time and building building this buffer to, to sickness over the years for me this is something where we talked about this on the last episode from an operation standpoint, some of the changes that we've made to our group fitness and the, the opportunity for, for us to work out together collectively as a group and what the classes look like. Um, that episode to me all kind of hinges around us becoming more and more aware that the product for us is that we are trying to do exactly that. We're trying to take people from sickness, getting older, faster, losing the impact they have in the world and to regain that and to not only do that, but to regain and actually increase their ability to do all of those things with more ease. So to do harder things easier than they used to. And so for us, I think that gets back to that last episode and why we talked about what we're trying to do with people and, and taking them. And so for us, you know, Tyler and I, we spend, we, we're at the same location every day. And so we talk about these things and we get to see such a large number of people that come in and our experience working with such a variety of people has really opened our eyes to the fact that if you really look at your community, there's a lot of sickness around and most gyms are end up collectively being just a club of some healthy people. And you forget that outside of that club are people who need what you have. And so as we try to take our gym and as we try to try to take our business from small club of really fit people who love to compete and love all of the top, top tier of their fitness and almost over want to use their fitness and over obsess about it. And we start to think about how can we reach more people and how can we have a greater impact in our communities? Um, a lot of that gets down to us being able to have conversations with people about what does it mean to go from sickness and actually have the conversation with people. What does your life look like right now? What do you want to change? What would happen if you weren't to take these steps towards your nutrition and towards exercise? What does five years look like if you continue on the path 
that you're on now. And all of those conversations and kind of that deeper side of those conversations has helped us to really try to, I guess, prioritize um, an experience at Coyote where when people come in at any level of sickness, they are able to take a tangible step towards wellness and then towards fitness. And so that's something that we've been really passionate about. It's something that we have worked really, really hard to get better at every single day. And, um, you know, I'm really glad to say, I think that we're starting to see a lot greater diversity of that continuum that show up in the gym every day. Yeah. And, you know, I talk with people almost every single day who have never stepped foot into a gym before in their life. And, you know, when one of the first things that I ask somebody when they come in is, why are you here? And 99.99% of the time, it's, I want to feel better. I want to feel better than I do right now. And that's where I immediately ask them, well, what is the best shape of your life look like? Because to me, fitness, and we say, what is fitness? How do we define fitness? And I think we all have a, a different, somewhat uh, similar, but different interpretation of what fitness is. But to me, fitness is the pursuit of being in the best shape of your life. And so we have to have some measurements based around that. Caleb, you made an awesome point that chronic disease sickness, okay, is in the state of Mississippi, especially it, as high as it's ever been and higher than just about anywhere else in the United States and in the world. And so we have the largest opportunity to impact that through the methods that we're using as we pursue fitness. So as people who are considered fit, right, I have a moral obligation to every single person who walks in to say, you know what, we have the solution to help you move from sickness towards feeling well and feeling healthy. But what it takes is some commitment. It takes getting into the gym. It takes working out four or five times a week, uh, being active. It takes eating the right amount and the right types of food. But for a lot of people, and I think this is a reflection of the society that we live in, for the most part, is that they, there needs to, there wants to be an immediate gratification and an immediate solution where, you know, there's not always going to be a pill or a shot that's going to do it for you, right? If you want to fix some of the chronic disease and some of the illness there's going to be work required. And so, you know, when someone comes in and, and they say, well, I want to, uh, you know, there's, you know, different types of goals. I want to be able to do this gymnastics movement. They've been in the gym for a while. Like I want to do a muscle up. Well, that's pursuing fitness, right? You're wanting to increase your skill and get fitter. But then there's, like you said, the other person on the other end of that continuum that is like, I want to be able to walk up the stairs and not be out of breath. And those two people, it is the same solution for the same two types of people. And I think that's the beauty of how we move towards fitness is it's not really that too, too much different for every single person. And that's where having a coach comes into play. Someone who is a professional at helping you scale down the version of what needs to be done to take the steps towards getting or moving towards fitness on that continuum. And so for me, like that is what I'm most passionate about is helping people get in the door to take those steps towards pursuing fitness, towards getting in the best shape of their life. And so it's a beautiful thing when you have someone after a few weeks that says, man, I never thought I would ever be in a group of 10 people doing burpees at six o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, you know, you know, 10 years ago you wouldn't, but here you are today and you're, you know, completing movements that on your on-ramp, you know, you said you would never do. Like I've had people tell me I will never be able to jump rope and they'll do 100 in a workout. And it's like those different measurable perspectives of fitness is like, 
the person who gets off of blood pressure medication because they lose 30 pounds of body fat and the person that learns how to do a muscle up or do a double under, I see them as the same sort of, uh, the same methodology and the, the same practices apply towards that. So I just, it's so cool, the, man. The big difference in, and it is the exact same thing where it's very common to stray is to believe that um, there are more people who want that top end of fitness and you focus 99% of your effort in the gym and as your, as a business to focus so much effort on that side of it instead of ignoring the fact that we are in a community where 99.999% of people need the other side of it. And so that's one of the biggest changes, I think, to our mindset every single day is when we wake up, we're thinking about the 99.999% of people. Um, and we have that in our mind as we go into the gym and see people doing the other thing. So that's one thing that uh, for us that has, has been a huge change in just the awareness of who's around you and who can we as a gym, who are we really trying to improve the quality of life of? I, uh, I think we're trying to help everybody on both ends of the spectrum for sure. And that's why we have multiple different options uh, for people because we want to meet every single person where they're at. And so um, I think that is very, very important that we, we are able to help each and every one of those people, whether their goal is to perform at a high level or also um, get healthy and just get healthy in general. And, uh, I was having this conversation yesterday with uh, some of the coaches in Madison about, you know, you you don't realize how bad you feel on a day-to-day -day basis until you actually start to feel good. So you actually start to take care of yourself and work out consistently and eat cleaner and watch what you eat and lower your body fat percent and um, that type of thing. You start feeling better and you're, you start realizing how bad you felt before. And so many people are walking around just feeling bad on a day-to-day -day basis and they feel bad and so they they do things to help themselves feel better feel better whether it's medication or um alcohol or you know lots of other things just take their mind off how they feel and they don't even realize it until you you get to the point where you know i i, I made this point you know most people are three months away from feeling better than they've ever had in their life and all it takes is a, a, a consistency in the gym and a concerted effort to improve their their diet and they will literally feel better than they have felt in their entire life in three months and there are so many people walking around feeling that way inside cody uh because of of the the time that they spent doing that and so to me like that is such a game changer if people can realize that when you come in the gym and you work out better you are every single day uh moving yourself farther and farther away from sickness and feeling bad and, and being on the verge of a catastrophic illness or being on the verge of getting sick and getting put down for, you know, in the bed for a week or two or that type of thing. And looking at your fitness, what you can do inside the gym, improving your PRs in a given workout on a benchmark workout, being able to lift more weights is every time you do that, you're moving yourself farther and farther away from illness and debilitating sickness and feeling bad and being bedridden because you get, you know, you have, have, have some type of illness or having to be on medication. And as your, your fitness improves, you're getting farther and farther away from that. And so if people can realize like, yes, setting PRs is awesome. When we encourage that getting, a, uh, being able to lift more weight, doing a workout faster is awesome. But what that really is a reflection of you getting farther and farther away from 
the person who's going to have to be on medication for the rest of their life or the person who's going to have to be bedridden way before they were ready to um, because their their body was not functioning at a high level anymore and getting farther and farther uh, away from you know, having to have somebody take care of you as you get older, um, and getting closer and closer to being able to do the things that you love well into your sixties and seventies and eighties and that type of thing. I think we have a lot of people who are listening and some of our members who we talk to every day that we, you know, we are always talking about the podcast. And so I know a lot of you that are listening, um, you have found yourself move from some sort of some range of sickness to wellness and then now to fitness. And what's important about the continuum is if you look at that, that rainbow, uh, as you get to that midpoint and you have the wellness markers, well, pretty close after wellness, as you start moving the other direction towards fitness, there's a mark and we have it on the board. It says healthy. And a lot of that just is a reminder that the further you get towards fitness doesn't mean that if you drop back at all, that you're not healthy or that you have to get to a certain point of fitness in order to be healthy. There's a mark of health that includes the balance. It doesn't mean that your open score is going to be a direct reflection of your health. At a certain point, when we get past wellness, we have achieved a really high quality of life and uh, and we've achieved certain levels of health. And what we don't want to have happen is that people feel like, oh man, I'm not able to, I'm not getting better at my bar muscle up. So I must be doing something wrong. We forget and sometimes we kind of do get a little bit, uh, I guess because there are so many people that are in your community that are at a very high level of fitness, we do forget that for a lot of us, we're at a much higher level of fitness than that health. And so any little step back or any uh, anything that isn't maybe uh, as high a level as the top in a gym, that doesn't mean that we're not healthy. And so we do often have this opposite conversation with people to help recognize the balance that you may be getting further away from health by obsessing so much about uh, your score, the leaderboard, all of a sudden you've got, you know, you're depressed because you didn't perform a certain level. And the reality is the context of that graph finds you well over the wellness, well into the healthy spectrum. And so to be proud of that and to realize that there's definitely some balance involved in it. I think it's safe to say that the vast majority of Coyote members are in the 99.99 percentile of healthy people in this world. I think it's very safe to say that. And um, if you think about that, um, if, if you are one of those that is depressed because you didn't do as good on a workout as you thought you should have, well, next time you go to the grocery store, just start looking around and look at all the other people in there and think what they could do on that specific workout or what they could uh, back squat or, you know, what they could run a mile in, or th- could they even run a mile? The vast majority, you know, probably there's probably, you probably be the, probably the fittest yeah. person inside whatever place you go to. And, you know, that just gets amplified everywhere you go. And so if you can keep that in mind, you are in the 99.99 percentile of the healthiest and fittest people in the world. That is, uh, uh, truly mind boggling to think about. And you can really get there inside the walls of Coyote in three months. Uh, for most people, three months, some people might take a little bit longer depending on where you're at, but definitely if you come consistently for three months to a year, you will be one of those people and you will be feel better than you ever have in your life. If you will just start and and commit to it.
We actually, I had someone and they were talking about this at home and they really, this is someone who can do ring muscle ups, can do bar muscle ups. And they were frustrated with performance in just a normal day. And their spouse was talking about them saying, oh, you know, I, you know, I'm just not getting any better. I need to maybe do something else. And just that idea, I think just reminded me that I think for a lot of us, we do, um, you know, we do forget the context of our health and what is healthy and that, you know, we do kind of sometimes end up hyper-focusing on the little bubble of really, really fit people and forget that what we're trying to do is measure ourselves in who would we be without health, you know? And so when you think about yourself and your lifestyle and the individual aspects of what you're able to accomplish outside of the walls of the gym, that's when you really can have peace with what happens inside of the gym. Yeah. And the, and the beauty of it too, is that we talk about the physical aspects and the physical changes that we see, you lose body fat, you gain muscle mass, you get into these healthy ranges. We'll use the in-body scanner uh, with nutrition clients and say, this is how you can read it on a, a documented scan of where your body's physically reflected on paper. Now, it doesn't define you, but it definitely gives you insight. But the beauty behind that is when we, what we know about those two things, muscle and body fat, we also can assume and just about completely be confident in the increase or decrease to a healthy level of other things like A1C, cholesterol, blood pressure, bone density. As you age, it is more important uh, to, if you are you know older and you fall and you break something, you do not have dense bones. How do you do that? How do you gain bone density? You need to increase your muscle mass and have an adequate amount of protein in your body. All these things are related. But what I love the most to help other people recognize and develop is as our bodies change, our mind changes with our bodies. And so Ron Holiday said it um, in Discipline is Destiny. It's the book we're reading this quarter, and I've really enjoyed it, is that a disciplined mind requires a disciplined body first. And if your house is not in order, how do you expect you know, to be able to, you know, run something else. And so um, whenever it comes to those kind of things, we, we talk about the growth mindset and we talk about the, you know, overcoming the victim mentality, but that sometimes that doesn't happen for a lot of people until we can overcome our physical limitations first. We need to have a adequate amount of body fat and muscle mass. We need to make sure that we do not need or have to rely on certain medications just to feel good, right? We can do that through in releasing, you know, endorphins and dopamine after a workout to get your heart rate up. Um, having a community of people that you can have a, something challenging and overcome with. All these things that we talk about start with knowing exactly where you are on that continuum and then being able to set measurable ways to increase your fitness. And so when people come in for the first time and, and as my role you know, develops into helping people get into the door for the first time, something I'm noticing more and more and more is a lot of times someone comes into the gym for the first time ever. They've never been a member of a gym and what they expect is pain, right? But what we're, we're focused on helping them overcome and helping them realize is that it doesn't require pain. Okay. And now it requires discomfort, but it requires really what it requires is for you to make a commitment that may be challenging, should be challenging, but the payout for investing in yourself and your health and your fitness is so much greater than the slight discomfort of walking into a room for the first time and seeing people who maybe have been here for five or 10 years and that have been doing this for a long time and thinking, 
I'll never get there. But really what it takes is walking in for the first time, taking that first step, talking to someone who is a professional at helping people get these things done and saying, here's the exact steps that we're going to take to get you to be in the best shape of your life. And so just, I just love having these kind of conversations with people who at first are, you know, have verbally said, I'll never do that. I'll never make it to that point. And, you know, something that I have a, a, a moral obligation, like I said, is, is to help them prove themselves wrong um, or prove themselves right if that's, you know, what they're set on. And so, man, it's just, it's so cool what we're doing and it's so cool, um, you know, seeing people develop and grow and as a coach, you know, it gives me a lot of uh, a lot of hope and confidence for the state of Mississippi and a lot of hope and confidence for what we're doing to as we see people develop over time through that. Uh Coyote is a community of very high performers. There are a lot of very successful people in all avenues. Um, and it's never a surprise to me when I hear about somebody who um, has a very successful business or has been promoted at work or did very good on their ACT or got a full scholarship to school or is doing well in sports and in, in their school or going on to college and or professionally afterwards or in any avenue I'm never surprised when I hear about those things because it is a community of people who are willing to do hard things day in and day out. And that translates directly into everything outside the gym as well. Um, successful in business, successful at work, successful with their family, all, you know, it all is tied in together. And, you know, I tell people this all the time. If you want to be more successful in whatever, in outside the, outside of life, start being disciplined and getting in shape inside the gym because that's going to directly translate into your success outside the gym. And so um, if you are struggling in work or at business or anything and you're not disciplined with your health and fitness, I would start there because it's going to directly bleed over into that and you're going you're gonna to be surprised at how much it impacts you in those. It, you, you'll have more energy for work. You, as you get in more better physical shape, you'll have more energy to stay focused at work, to be able to work longer, to be able to put in longer days, to be able to focus on the business that you're running, be able to have more energy to play with your kids at night, um, have more time for your family, that type of thing. It's going to bleed over in every single thing. It all starts with that d discipline that you develop and coming into the gym. Um, and so it's just cool to see the, you know, the, the correlation between the performance of people making progress and coming consistently inside the gym and that translating over into every other area of life and whatever pursuit they are pursuing. Um, and it, it's never surprised to me to see the excellence that I see in all different avenues that people have outside the gym. Um, if, if you're listening to this, I think, and, and you find yourself in that healthy range and you're, you're in the gym, you're just in the midst of it. All these things we're talking about, you're identifying with one challenge that I have for you is, and for all of us is to just not take it for granted because through the years we've seen people come into the gym, get into amazing shape, and then almost start to take it for granted to a point where they you forget what you felt like beforehand and you forget what it could be like if you just stopped and how you're going to feel in five years. And so that's the one thing with our fitness is that we don't just build it up and then just coast it out. You have to continue to do that. And so um, that's one thing that I do. You know, we, we talk about it all the time. We'll have people who are in the gym every single day for years and then for whatever reason, they'll stop coming to the gym and we'll see them again a couple years later and they look like a completely different person. You know, muscle mass is gone uh, or sometimes it's weight gain. There's all these different things and I think we all forget that we're still human 
and we still have to continue to do the things that got us to that point. And so if you're in the midst of it, just do whatever you can to remind yourself every single day that this is something that you will continue to do. And, uh, you know, it's one of the reasons why we talk about sustainability in our programming and why we want people to continue to feel like I'm doing something that I can keep doing year after year after year. Uh, because ultimately you could work out for 10 years every single day, get into the best shape that you've ever been in and get compliments all the time. And if you stop for 10 years, you're going to look completely different and you're going to lose all of that help that you built up. And so for us, just encourage you guys, do whatever you can to be sustainable. Don't take it for granted. As you get older, hopefully, I think we all would admit we get wiser as we get older. We learn from experience. And as we get older, we want to also get healthier so that we can share all those things and all the knowledge that we built up through 20, 30 years in business. You want to be able to provide that as a mentor to young people. You want to be able to be there for your kids and for your grandkids. And so these kinds of conversations, I think, are, you know, all hinge back on. We want your impact into the world to be great. We want you, no matter what you're doing, we want you to feel like you are uh, you're able to perform your best and give your best. And, you know, part of this is trying to hopefully help people feel younger as they age, feel younger as you get older. And so your impact can be even greater. Uh, and so that's one of the things that motivates us every day. That's a great discussion, guys. I think, uh, we really, really honed in on that really well. And ultimately it's, it's what's what it's all about. Um, it is helping people be healthier, live longer, have higher qualities of life and, uh, have a bigger impact on their family and their friends and their community. So um, that's what we're about here at Cody, and and we want to help as many people as possible be able to do that. So uh, with that, let's move on to the next segment, Outside the Box. So so we only got a few minutes here. Do you guys have anything outside the box you want to uh, discuss before, uh, before we wrap it up? I'm looking forward to baseball season rolling around. Mm-hmm. Uh, weather's, weather's honing out to uh, have a nice spring, so gonna watch a little bit of baseball you going you're gonna go to a game or you don't yeah, watch i'm gonna go watch uh gonna watch some Millsaps games hopefully uh, uh yeah go catch some majors games that'll be fun something local that'd be yeah good. i miss i miss it at hattiesburg at southern miss i loved uh southern miss baseball and and not really so much football you know and you know up and down there but uh so gotta miss, like the winners right? yeah right um southern miss baseball was always fun so uh you know hopefully i'll be able to get down to hattiesburg uh, once or twice this this spring later in the year, um, and that'll be fun too. So I'm gonna uh, go to a Millsaps game this weekend, opening weekend. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna go watch it. It's gonna be fun. Caleb, what about you? You got anything going on? No, he doesn't have anything going on. Man, guys, just grinding, <laughs> just, just grinding you in time here. To think. <laughs> well, that's cool. You guys got anything uh, to rec- recommend? And we will uh, we'll we will call it a day. I mentioned it earlier. Um, if you haven't looked or read, and I don't know if I've recommended this or if we've recommended it yet, but uh, Ryan Holiday, we're reading uh, his. I'm reading his book right now. We're doing it as a team quarterly, um, and so Discipline is Destiny has been a great little daily reader. Um, he's the Daily Stoic guy. Um, so if you want just a kind of a quick little blurb, uh, it's been really helpful to kind of maybe if you're someone that just needs that little extra motivation in the middle of your day, it's cool stories. So I've been enjoying doing that as sort of a daily reader. It's been fun. It's been a good book. So we, we talked about business owners earlier and I know there's some business owners that listen to this. Um, but I'm reading, uh, I'm almost done with a business book. That's been really, really good for me. Uh, it's called zero to uh, a ready fire aim zero to a hundred million flat. And it's basically a book for business 
Um, so if you are a business owner or you enjoy business, that's a great book. Uh, it's one of the best business books that I've ever read. So I'd highly recommend reading that if that's something that interests you. Uh, Ready, Fire, Aim is what it's called. My recommend is a donut. You guys uh, check out District Donuts. We have a hidden gem, a Louisiana special, Louisiana original, New Orleans original uh, donut shop that for whatever reason on the earth ended up deciding to put a location in Las Vegas and then Jackson, Mississippi. And so homemade donuts, filled donuts, they, it's, it's a lot like the crumble cookie idea. They do different flavors every day. They're homemade. Uh, and so you can look up their Instagram and it kind of shows you the page that'll show you what donuts they're doing for the day. But you guys go treat yourself. Enjoy, uh, enjoy Millsaps majors games. A shout out. I I'll get in trouble. Uh, my brother-in-law plays for Bellhaven. So watch a Bellhaven baseball game. Hunter's rolling his eyes. Uh, but go enjoy yourself a donut. Okay, this is your nutrition coach. That's directly here. from your nutrition your coach. Nutrition coach. Also, you guys go try a donut. I've heard they've got amazing burgers too. So if you guys need a little treat, you're celebrating something special, sure do. District Donuts. Check heard, it out. I heard they had the best king cake around too, is what I heard. And the king cake donut, you don't have to buy a whole one. So all these excuses about eating king cake every day for for a week, you can go get one, one family size uh, one little donut. pack of king cake donuts. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that. That's it. That's it for today. That was a, a great conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. silky smooth sounds.